0: Everybody, I'm going to do this devotional real quick Set aside distractions by Joyce Meyer The world makes it easy for us to fill our ears with all kinds of things That that drown out the voice of God and push them far, far into the background of our lives These distractions come in various forms From television to the radio, from food to hobbies Even our family and church activities can sometimes distract us or pull us away from the Lord However, the day comes for every person When only God remains, everything else in life eventually passes away, and when it does, God will still be here. The Word of God teaches that what is known about God is evident to all because He has made Himself known in the inner consciousness of man, of mankind. See Romans 1 19 through 21. Each person will one day stand before Him and will give account of His or her life. See Romans 14 12. When people don't want to serve God with their own lives When they don't want to go their own way They find ways to hide from and ignore their instinctive inner knowledge Of their creator who wants to talk to them And guide them in the way they should go But nothing can satisfy our inner longing for God Except communion and fellowship with him As they expressed well, our own hunger for God When he wrote, my soul yearns for you O oh Lord, in the night, yes, my spirit within me seeks you earnestly. Isaiah 26-9 Hearing from God is vital to enjoying his internal plan for our lives. Listening to God is our decision. No one else can make it for us. God won't force us to choose his will, but he will do everything he can to encourage us and say yes to his ways. So what's distracting you from listening to him? An unhealthy relationship, a job, a bad habit, God is speaking to you, and He desires fellowship with you. Put aside those distractions and join Him. The prayer starter is, God, like Isaiah, my soul longs for you. I know that I need to listen to your voice more than anything else. I know that as I set aside distractions, you will be faithful to meet with me. And that scriptures, Isaiah 26, 9, my soul yearns for you in the night. In the morning, my spirit longs for you. When your judgments come upon the earth, the people on the world of the world learn righteousness. That's really good, like I think just the theme of this kind of ties into what I've been experiencing in life as of lately. Um, let me write something down real quick. And we'll go into this. So, distractions are, like, one of the, I think, biggest things that the enemy uses against us. There's, like, toys and entertainment and um, distractions. One of the teachings that I'm going to do next week is called childlike versus childish, and (laughs) there's, like, so many awesome things that uh, this teaching goes into, and I wrote a a bunch of notes so far, I'm on the second page of this little study that we're going to do, and it says, like, well, this is the uh, facilitator's guide for free to grow, and... Uh, Brad is graciously stepping back to Let Me Teach next week. And this book, it it breaks down like timelines. It's allowed 10 minutes, allowed 20, 25 minutes. And uh, it's kind of like our Sunday school book. There's no way (laughs) on earth I'm looking at this that we could possibly get through. One, two, three, four... Six pages in an hour and 15 minutes I'm like, there's no way There are so many good questions in here Like so many good statements And I'll I'll get back to the point here in in a minute But uh, childlike versus childish And uh, just think about a time in your childhood or teenage years That you took on your first responsibility What was it? How'd you feel about it? I'm like, that's 10 minutes right there (laughs) We have, uh, you know, one, two, like eight, eight, ten people sometimes. Like, what if everybody shared, you know, that's like ten minutes right there at least. Um, and that doesn't even go into the group member devotional reading. So, Matthew 18. Do you know how much is in Matthew 18? I do. It's a lot. There is just from let's see, Matthew what is it 23 through 35 in in Matthew 18, it talks about the unmerciful servant where this dude is right before uh, the master and he's like, you owe me 10,000 talents which is like Good notes, I think they called it like ten to twelve million dollars, so some people have said the wages back then, like it would take i forget like six million years <laughs> to pay it back, but they think that it it was a state official who misappropriated funds. you know like how on earth can you talk about that in five minutes or ten minutes like there's so many good teaching points in Matthew 18 uh in first Corinthians 13 which uh if you've ever been to a wedding (laughs) love is patient love is kind like love is not all these things uh how on earth can you get through this in ten minutes it's it's not possible. but uh childlike versus childish um Childlike is an adjective. Silly uh, or mature. They're unfavorable qualities. And then childish. I'm sorry. They're favorable qualities. Childish refers to. Oh, man, I wrote this backwards. (laughs) Childish. Let me just draw an arrow because I'm not rewriting this. Childish is an adjective, silly, or mature, uh, unfavorable qualities. Childlike is trusting or innocent refers to the more positive or favorable qualities of a child. So, distractions, like, I think take us back to, like, our childhood. Uh, the, The top seven that I wrote was, like, Our curiosity, our excitement, our faith, our trust, our wonder, our short memory, our persistence. Like, these distractions just take us back to our childhood. You know, when I see an 80-inch TV, I'm like, man, as a kid, we had this box TV. And, like, I always told myself, like, I would have the best TV. Distraction number one, you know. Or like going out to eat, you know, you have... Just distractions all over the place, and it's it's tough, especially if you're on a budget or you're watching your weight or your calorie intake or whatever. You know, if you're performing or you're doing some things, like there's distractions all over the place in a restaurant. Um, you know, not every distraction is a tool of the devil. You know, I'm not going to be like this. Uh, what was her name? Bobby Boucher's mom. That woman's of the devil. <laughs> like, everything is just bad all the time, always. Like, maybe not the case, but for the most part, I would say if you're a Christian and if you're struggling and these distractions just somehow come up into your life, maybe you want to question them. <laughs> like, how come things are. A little bit more favorable right now when I'm trying to focus on God. Like how come all these nice and good wonderful things are happening? Or maybe like you're just worlds falling apart. You know, these are distractions. You're having a fight with your spouse, a distraction. You're having a fight with your sister or your brother, a distraction. You know, and these things are separate us from God and let me get back to my uh daily devotional because it's 10 o'clock at night (laughs) and uh, I really wanted to do this but uh, I'm sitting here next to my son we're watching a movie so I'm trying not to be super loud Uh, he's got really good hearing by the way because like I can barely hear this movie and he's like totally engaged let's see if you can hear me hey can you hear me are you paying attention Not Michael (laughs) He's engaged in this movie Uh, Let's see However the day comes for every person When only God remains Everything else in life eventually passes away And when it does God will still be there So one day you'll stand before God And Just like the scripture says You'll know, give an account for your entire life. And the way I teach it, the way I envision it is, you know, you have sin in your life, God's not gonna help you out. You have unforgiveness in your life, God can't help you out. And then I told in a post on Facebook, I think Saturday or Friday maybe, it was like I hope you have a good defense attorney. <laughs> And I really wasn't trying to be, like, salty or mean, but, like, honestly, I hope if you just think you're the knowledge central Googlepedia of the entire universe, you know everything, like, I hope and I pray that you get things right because, you know, you're not going to know what's going to happen to you when you... Get up to heaven. That's just a a sad fact. If if you don't study and read God's word, so let me pull up Romans one nineteen through twenty one. Paul roots the book of Romans. Oh, by the way, my kid's up because like he took a nap, and not like a bad dad or anything. Like all of us took Sunday naps, and like I think all of us are just wired right now. I fell asleep, uh, I made uh carne asada and wiped us out, <laughs> so, like, we got up right before church, and I was just like, oh, man, I needed that nap, we, l- we had the door open, and, like, the weather was super nice, and it was just, like, a real good deal, uh, hold on, where was it, Romans 1, was it 19 through 21, since what may have been known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them for since the creation of the world God's invisible qualities His internal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse for all they knew knew God they never glorified Him nor gave gave thanks to Him but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened like... I think you gotta go back to verse 8. Honestly, this is me and uh, my wife were talking about this. Paul is just a monster. Like, (laughs) I mean, in a good way. Like, he speaks the truth. He wrote the book of Romans. And let me change this to contemporary English version. He's like, first I thank God in the name of Jesus Christ for all you do. Um, I've seen how, okay. My friends, I want you to know that I've planned to come for a visit. Okay. Maybe I wasn't thinking of verse 8. Hold on. one sec I guess maybe I was thinking verse 18 where heaven God shows how angry he is with all the wicked and evil things that sinful people do to crush the truth they know everything verse 19 we just read they know everything that can be known about God because God has shown it All to them. God's eternal power and character cannot be seen. They don't know about God, but they don't honor him or even thank him. Their thoughts are useless and their stupid minds are in the dark. (laughs) Told you. (laughs) They claim to be wise, but they are fools. They don't worship the glorious eternal God. Instead, they worship idols that are made to look like humans who can't live forever and like birds, animals, and reptiles. (laughs) alright in Romans 14 and 12 and so each of us must give an account to God for what we do and the pretext was don't criticize others yeah don't do that let's see Why do you criticize others, other followers of the Lord? Why do you look down on them? the day is coming when God will judge all of us in the scriptures? God says, I swear by my very life that everyone will kneel down and praise my name. And so each of us must give an account to God for what we do. Whoa, feeling super convicted right now because I struggle with this, to be honest with you. Like, I see believers, other believers... I don't understand their lifestyle, I don't get what they're doing, I don't fully agree with what they do behind closed doors, because we hear about it all the time, 24-7 days, I don't agree with just the things people do outside of church, and that we gotta hear about them, and it's like, yeah, that's great that you're doing X, Y, and Z for the church, but you are doing this behind closed doors. Like, you are doing so many bad things. And, like, it is starting to show in your work, in your abilities, in your truthfulness. Like, in your life, all these things are starting to show. And maybe you should step back. Maybe you should pass off your responsibilities to someone. You know, that's another thing that we were talking about before. is like, who got a to take up these leadership positions you know, and it's, it says, like, we really need to be careful of what we take on, especially as servants, like, you can't just appoint someone to go and be a CEO of something, you know, like, that doesn't make sense, you know, God doesn't want somebody that's irresponsible or untrustworthy to be in a position where you need to have trustworthiness, and you need to be, res- uh, responsible, you know, why on earth would you put a procrastinator in a position where you need to be reliable and accountable for, like, everything you do, like, you need to meet timelines, you need to follow up with maybe your project manager or or whatever you're doing for, you know, do you really want a procrastinator in that position? All right. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna end it here. I don't. I honestly just don't want to babble, and I kind of feel like I'm babbling a little bit. But listen to God, hear what He says. Um, examine your life daily. Put aside these things that you can put aside. Put away these distractions if you can. And like pray and just listen for God's voice in your life. Whatever that may sound like, whatever it feels like, whatever you might think it is. Uh, You know, pray for his Holy Spirit that he can help you learning, getting knowledge, um, communicating with God. Like whatever it is you need, just pray you know, and whatever that sounds like, whatever that looks like, pray, ask God for whatever it is you need, and like last thing, uh, this morning I just felt real, like I was just laying on my heart th- thick, I mean like super thick, Was we don't receive, you know, we don't get what we want, because we don't ask. You know, God has this storehouse, you are know, just waiting to open it up to us, and we don't have abundantly because we don't ask. So, try giving God the benefit of the doubt, like, have faith, set aside your distractions, like, have a good, open communication relationship with God, and ask Him, be like, God, Allow me to have whatever it is that you want me to have. Okay. I'll talk to you all later. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your support. And until next time.